Hello folks and welcome to yet another episode of Uncomplicate Health. The podcast where we do just that, uncomplicate your health. In today's topic, we're going to talk about do you actually need these health foods? There are so many doing the rounds. Protein bars and supplements and healthy fruit juices. Do you need them? What all do you need? Or you don't need them at all? Let's dive right in. So let me ask you something very simple. How many glasses of apple juice can you drink? One, two, three, okay. And how many apples can you eat? One, two. So how many apples do you think are there in one glass of apple juice? Well, you may or may not be surprised, but there are approximately four to five apples in one glass of apple juice. So how come you, the person who was able to eat only one or two apples, able to drink one, two, three glasses of juice, even one glass of juice has about four apples. How is it possible? So here I want to introduce the concept of the calorie fiber ratio. Now, you take any fruit, you know, you know as an exercise you can probably go online and, and check it out yourselves. One apple, let's say about 100 grams of apple, will probably have about you know 50 or 55 calories, depending on the size. And it will probably have about 2 to 3 grams of fiber. Now you divide these two numbers, you know, let's say 50 divided by 2 or 2.25, you have that number between you know, 20 and 25. Try and do this for most fruits. Usually the number will be similar. It will range between you know 20 and 50. There are exceptions. Now, maybe watermelon might be a very small number. Uh, and there might be something like a mango, which the number might be big. But typically for most fruits, it will be within this range. What does this tell us? So in nature, there is a natural protection from us from overeating. Because when something is very calorie dense, it's also very high in fiber to make sure that you don't overeat. Which is why you're not able to eat more than uh, one or two apples. But what happens when you make it into a juice? The work that your stomach was supposed to do by breaking down that fiber, you've actually outsourced it to a factory. So now this is a double whammy. Not only have we destroyed the fiber and therefore we are able to take in more of these calories. The work that our stomach does to break down this fiber, the energy that we spend in breaking down this fiber, that is also not there. So now tell me, when you look at healthy apple juice, organic apple juice, do they make sense to you? Well, you might end up getting healthy, natural, organic diabetes. Okay, don't, don't quote me here because that's not how diabetes works. It's a little more complex, but you get the gist. Right? So, 
when you see something saying oh this is healthy juice and the fiber has not been filtered out and uh, all that jazz they're all just marketing gimmicks because the minute you break them down you actually destroyed the fiber and like i said the energy that you spend in breaking down the fiber you're no longer using it you know that it's not the healthiest thing on the planet and therefore i'm a little careful but what happens when you see this marketing gimmick saying that oh you know quick have a quick bunch of energy before you hit the gym by drinking this organic apple juice you actually tend to overdo it because you think it's healthy and that is where the problem comes you like something it's okay but if you think it's healthy or you trick yourself into thinking that this is good for you then you will be overdoing this and that is where the problem so how much ever somebody goes to the top of the mountain and shouts that this apple juice is healthy you now know the truth that it's not it is definitely not better than the fruit because we are taking away nature's protection okay so let's go to another common quote unquote health foods the protein bars and the energy bars now what are these protein bars to put it in a nutshell these are energy bars with a little bit of protein in it now think about it why do you need these bars now let's say you're hitting the gym in the morning and it's generally not good to work out in an empty stomach an hour or so before you hit the gym you need to have a little bit of carbohydrates and if you are not in the mood to eat idli and dosa in the morning these energy bars play a role but you remember that in a very small quick meal you are getting very high calories it has its role but the minute you think there is protein in it we tend to overdo this and this is where the problem is again the brain being tricked into thinking that this is healthy while it has its role like i mentioned it's not necessarily healthy so if you think oh this has got a lot of protein let me take a lot of it because protein is good for me you are probably taking that extra protein but you're taking 10x more energy and carbohydrates and that destroys the very reason why proteins are useful for you you can't take 10 grams of protein and then overcompensate it with 1000 grams of carbohydrate right so yeah if you look at it saying that oh this has a little bit of protein take it with a pinch of salt treat it like any other energy bar because the role of the energy bar is not to give you protein just because it has a little bit of protein or if it says it's fortified with vitamin d and b12 these are all small tiny side effects it shouldn't trick you into thinking that this is healthier than it actually is use the protein bars and these energy bars for what they were meant to do which is if you need a quick burst of energy they are great anything beyond that oh my god they are gimmicks so that's it about these protein bars now let's talk about these superfoods what are these superfoods now superfoods are technically foods 
that pack a lot of nutrients without having too many calories attached to them so if you look at a lot of these superfoods most of them belong to the vegetables the category of vegetables because vegetables by nature have a lot of fiber with very little calories so which means that the calorie fiber ratio that we spoke about when we spoke about fruits and the fruit juices that number is very small for vegetables which makes them naturally very healthy now superfoods are they have their own definition in different parts of the world depending on what fad is going on at the moment superfoods are great but what i'd like to emphasize is that most of these vegetables are natural superfoods so when somebody is trying to replace a grain and calling it a superfood then it starts to become a problem not from a health wise but in this case from the amount of money that you'll have to spend now let's take quinoa for example quinoa is very good let's not doubt it uh, but quinoa we treat it like a grain even though quinoa is not a grain technically okay it's the seed of a plant but let's not get into technicality because typically quinoa is uh, something that replaces rice or wheat for a lot of us so now if you look at quinoa versus let's say something like brown rice right now if you put them head to head from a calorie wise they pretty much contain the same number of calories in fact maybe brown rice has a little less calories compared to quinoa now both don't have any gluten so if you have this gluten sensitivity and you're trying to go gluten free then both are great choices quinoa certainly has certain advantages when it comes to the amino acids or proteins the building blocks of proteins compared to brown rice quinoa has a little more uh, amino acids and from a fiber wise quinoa probably has a few more grams of fiber compared to brown rice when it comes to let's say taking a cup from a micronutrients perspective quinoa is slightly better now you're probably wondering i kept saying quinoa is slightly better for three or four things but why am i saying that let's not get carried away with quinoa is what i mentioned in the beginning that this is more about your financial health the amount of money difference you're going to pay for the tiny increase in benefit of quinoa is certainly not worth it again i'm going to come back to this disclaimer if you like quinoa if you like risotto made of quinoa if you like cakes made of quinoa by all means go for it but if you think that it's going to give you a significant health benefit compared to what is more locally available like white rice then it's not like i said in fact quinoa has slightly more calories than uh, brown rice but because of the energy fiber ratio they are effectively the same so while it may look that quinoa has a little more fiber remember it also has a little more calories to it so from a financial perspective quinoa is definitely not worth the extra hype so this is something that's purely from uh is it worth it perspective right 
So I leave that to you. So we spoke about three common things that a lot of patients ask me. You know, should I use quinoa? Should I uh, get these healthy fruit juices because it's difficult for me to make the fruit juices at home and these energy bars? So I've addressed the more common ones, but also let's look at things that are actually important that we don't take as much as we should, or we ignore it, or they are not marketed enough. Let's look at supplements. Now earlier, including me, you know, I've always advocated that we should get all of our nutrients from our food. But let's be a little more practical here. With all the changing in farming practices, the quality of the groundwater, the amount of chemicals we are using, the way we, you know, probably pluck out our fruits and vegetables earlier and we ripen them along the way and, and all these processes that have come in the nutrition has definitely taken a beating and there are no two ways about it unfortunately so while it is ideal to get all of our nutrition from food it is almost impossible to do it effectively which is why there are times that we have to rely on supplements now what are the common supplements that we get in trouble with from a very Indian user perspective. A lot of us seem to be deficient in vitamin D. Very recently, over the last couple of years, I've seen a lot of vitamin B12 deficiency, something that wasn't as common about 10 years ago. And also our amino acids and the amount of protein that we take is a little low because most of the sources of protein that we take also come with a lot of carbs attached. So if you have to take the actual amount of protein that most of us need, let's say if you're about 60 kgs, you typically need between 60 and 90 uh, grams of protein a day. But we don't get that. And if you have to get that, most of our protein sources, to get that amount of proteins, you'll end up overtaking too much of carbohydrates so to balance that there are times that we need to take supplements let's look at them as a necessary evil so from a micronutrient perspective it's good to take supplements that have a reasonable amount of vitamin uh, vitamin b12 now why am i stressing on these two is because usually if you have vitamin b12 that tablet will have the other vitamin B's but there's something that you need to be careful about is while it's very unlikely to overdose on vitamin B and C because these are water soluble so even if you take a little more than necessary your body will throw it off in the when you pass urine but these vitamin A and B and E and K these are fat soluble so you can actually overdose so you have to be a little careful when you take supplements that contain vitamin D and A and E and K and you can be a little less concerned with uh, vitamin B because worst case that can happen is your urine will be a very expensive urine. So vitamin B12, vitamin D is something that you should consider having. And then comes these micronutrients because our 
uh, farming practices and our food harvesting and all of them have destroyed a lot of micronutrients so look at zinc magnesium selenium these are some of the common micronutrients that is missing uh, in our foods that we should be getting naturally but we are not so think of supplements as a necessary evil and uh, for most of us we need supplements your physician will be able to tell you which is the best combination of supplements that works for you based on your diet and your other goals like for example if you're trying to lose weight there are times that you know the the metabolism is not as good as it should be and a lot of micronutrients are missing so that about the supplements so the other thing that we should be looking at is probiotics but uh, let me uh, you know clear one confusion antibiotics mean something that prevents the growth of biotics which is basically bacteria right so probiotics should be something that help bacteria grow but that's not the case so there is a misnomer probiotics are actually the bacteria themselves and prebiotics are the nutrition that help your bacteria in the gut grow well so both are kind of important prebiotics are basically fiber in another topic because this gut and gut uh, microbiome and the gut bacteria is a, is a large topic in itself so i'll deal with it in a in a separate episode but just to brush by uh, the concept the prebiotics basically your fiber uh, is the food for the bacteria so when your diet is rich in fiber it is actually feeding the bacteria which uses that for energy and therefore uh, protects your gut and your body from other bacteria and fungus by uh, competing for the nutrients so prebiotics are actually the food and fodder for your bacteria probiotics are the bacteria themselves so again bacteria varies from country to country in fact person to person uh, and like i said i'll deal with that in a separate episode but remember if you are looking for uh, probiotics make sure that it has both lactobacillus and bifidobacterium so these are the two things that it should have uh, so some of the superfoods and the health foods are all gimmicks uh they are easily available but you actually don't need them or they have their uses and you don't have to think that they are super healthy and and go all out on them at the same time supplements and uh, probiotics are two of the common foods that are good to supplement in our diet uh and they are not being marketed enough and but again you should probably discuss with your physician and see which is the best combination of these probiotics and supplements for you so i hope i've uh, broken down some myths about uh, health foods uh, i know i haven't dealt with all of them but i've just taken the common ones that my patients ask uh, so if you have any specific topic that you like me to address write to me and uh, i will weave an episode around it but i hope i was able to broadly break down health foods what are the foods that are important uh, what are the foods that are more gimmicks and hopefully you'll be able to make better food decisions 
uh, with this. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you soon in another episode. Goodbye.